The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Green Scene on The Pat Kenny Show with AIB, working alongside Irish communities towards a low carbon future. We pledge to do more. In the green scene today, how land mammals are being decimated by human activity. But first, the baby birds being eaten alive by mice. We're joined by Dr. Ruth Freeman, Director of Science for Society at Science Foundation Ireland. Ruth, good morning. Good morning, Pat. This is a gruesome story. It is. It's a really upsetting story. But but I suppose at the end of it, an amazing idea about a rescue mission. Uh, so this is the story of Marion Island. And Marion Island is an island about 2,000 kilometres southeast of Cape Town. It's part of South Africa, towards the Antarctic in that very, very bleak and desolate southern ocean, very windswept. Uh, Humans don't live there. They don't even visit there. It's so harsh and it's a protected reserve. It's home to millions of seabirds, including penguins and a quarter of the world's world's wandering albatrosses, these large seabirds that spend a lot of their time at sea. um, But they do breed on Marion Island. Now, they breed on Marion Island and then they go off about their business, leaving their chicks behind. They do. They they stay with the chicks for about two months and then they go off to sea for months on end, just dropping back very briefly to bring food to the chicks. So the chicks are sort of in a little burrow on their own, pretty vulnerable. And unfortunately, um, in the 19th century, mice were introduced to Marion Island, probably by humans who were down there hunting seals. And so you might have had grain on board, mice in the grain. Exactly. The mice make landfall. Absolutely. And they've, they've been sort of going about their business for many, many decades. But over the last number of decades, as conditions have got drier and a little bit warmer due to climate change, the mice have really thrived. They've decimated the island's sort of invertebrates, insects and plants, and they've started to look for other food. And unfortunately, in a very gruesome turn of events, they've started feeding on live chicks. And they don't kill them first. They they don't. They they spend nights. They creep into the nests. They feed on these poor, vulnerable live chicks. And it can take several nights of attacking before the albatross chick so is literally killed. literally eaten alive. Literally. And I mean, the pictures of these birds trying to survive, it, it's heartbreaking stuff. Um, and, you know, now 10% of albatross chicks are being killed by mouse predation. And without action, uh, scientists believe that the albatross will become extinct on this island, along with possibly 18 of the other 28 okay. seabirds. So, so they're going to get rid of the mice. Well, hopefully. How? How? I mean, this is an amazing rescue mission. And the idea is that BirdLife South Africa have taken this on. They've decided to step in with the Marion Mouse Operation. They're going to send a fleet of helicopters out in these incredibly dangerous winds to drop poisoned grain on every square metre of Marion Island uh, to try and eradicate these mice. It's one of the most ambitious invasive species eradication programmes ever. Has that been done before? It's been done in a few places, but but never at this kind of scale in such a challenging environment. They need to cover, they're going to try and do this in the winter of 2025 uh, and they need to cover every square metre to really make sure they will get rid of everything. Now, obviously the idea of putting poisoned food down in a nature reserve sounds like a total anathema. The albatrosses are fish eaters so they're unlikely to pick up the bait but there are scavenger birds on the island like sheathbills and things. Uh, they actually are going to put those birds into captivity so they, they have to go out now capture, and capture some of these birds, get them out of harm's way, drop the grain in 2025 um, and hope that they can eradicate this mice and, and keep these birds safe. I mean, it, it just shows you the lengths we're now having to go to to undo the damage um, 
of invasive species. And have they done that before, eradicated uh, an invasive species, be it plant or animal? They have. So so in 2021, rats were eradicated from from the Palmyra Atoll in the mid-Pacific, which was fantastic. It brought back plant seedlings by more than 5,000%. Species that we thought had gone extinct there came back. It's also happened in the Caribbean. Uh, Rats and goats were removed there. Uh, And in New Zealand, um, conservationists have have removed a whole series of predators from one of the islands there. So possibly rats, cats, hedgehogs and I mean they've brought managed to create a, a safer yeah. environment for things like the kiwi there but it can be done it's really really difficult yeah, though. and that rewilding project in America in Yellowstone Park mm. wasn't it get the balance right again and, and things will revert absolutely and amazing opportunities for recovery now you also want to talk about the loss of wild land mammals we have lots of domestic land mammals like cattle and we sheep do. and pigs and all of that tell me about the loss of the wild well I was struck Last week we were talking about how much plastic we'd produced in general. We'd produced about nine gigatons, so that's nine billion tonnes. And new research from the Wiseman Institute in Israel this week actually looked at the total amount of living things on Earth and and what proportions are they in today. And what we have is about 550 gigatons. And I know it's very hard to get your head around these figures of living things. Mm. So if you imagine that's like a 200 storey building, that's all the living things on Earth. I mean, more than the top 100 floors would be occupied by plants. Uh, We've many, many plants on Earth. And then, you know, the the next tens of floors will be occupied by things like bacteria, viruses, all those living things. And really only the, the bottom floor will be animals uh, as we think about them. Uh, So only 0.47% of all that biomass, less than half a percent, is animals. And then let's come to what's sitting in that box. Most of it, more than half, is going to be things like crabs, lobsters, what we call arthropods, um, and then fish and worms and mollusks. So they're going to be I'm, way more I'm than feeling half. very squashed Are you at the moment. Quite squashed? <laughs> way, way, way down the bottom. Well, you're not quite. We're not quite going to be at the bottom. So when we get down to it, there's there's only about one gigaton left, and of that, 630 million tons is domestic animals, wow. pigs, cows, all the things that we have protected and allowed to flourish. We are next. We are 390 million tons. So we're about half half the amount of us as there is yeah. of domestic animals, and then what's left. The new study, we thought there was about 50 million tonnes of wild animals. There's only 22 million tonnes of wild land mammals. Left. And we are talking about everything from the otter to the hedgehog to the rhino. Everything. Everything now has been squeezed into that 22 million. And it's quite shocking. It's less than half what we kind of thought was there in terms of mass. Because, I mean, as we've talked before, when we talk about extinct populations and endangered populations and populations doubling in size or halving in size, I mean, it depends how many individuals are actually there. You know, the statistics can kind of lie. But this is overall the actual amount that's left. Reversing this might be... Impossible, very difficult, if not impossible. But our conclusion, you know, in our mind's eye, the great wildernesses of the world teeming with wildlife. It's it's yesterday's news, I think, Pat, and that's what's really sad about it. You know, since the rise of humans, 85% of the world's largest mammals have gone. I mean, it is us. We are responsible, taking habitat, taking food, pollution. Uh, but as you said, rewilding, you know, in nature, there's an amazing ability for these to come, these things to come back. And we've had some really good success stories we've talked about here. But I think we have to remind ourselves that underlying this, the trend is only going in one direction. Oh 
Ruth Freeman, Dr. Ruth Freeman, Director of Science for Society at Science Foundation Ireland. Thank you for that pessimistic report. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.